0: about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts Shelby and Matt
1: and it is early here everybody <laughs> we're recording in a morning <laughs> instead of at night and it is it's rough already
0: I know I feel like my voice is like lower than usual and I'm, <laughs> I'm still like waking up you know
1: <laughs> we sound like uh, that Theranos lady it's yeah. okay we'll, we'll push through
0: um yeah it'll be
1: good something that is uh keeping us in good spirits this morning is that we got a review from one of you that is very Yay. fun. Um this is from Chef Jax. Although chef oh. isn't spelled like a I cooking chef, so, so I don't know if seen? <laughs> uh, Yeah, who knows. They say, my friends now think I'm a movie expert. Five stars. A few (laughs) months ago, I found this podcast after listening to Swiftish, despite the fact that Matt hates Taylor Swift, although we all know he's actually a stan. And even though Shelby thinks Survivor is lame, oh my gosh, they're coming for you, (laughs) Shelby. I was instantly hooked the intellect that matt and shelby share with the world has allowed me to become a self-proclaimed movie connoisseur listen to this listen to this podcast because not only will you gain some very important knowledge but these two are super entertaining and are constantly making me laugh nice work y'all
0: oh my gosh that was so nice I can't believe that I
1: still haven't got you to watch a season of Survivor, speaking that I am now two (laughs) two episodes, which is actually like five episodes deep in this current season of The Bachelor, which is continuing uh... to be a thorn in my side.
0: (laughs) It's amazing. It's high art. You had the Champagne Gate last week. It was iconic. I watched an episode of Survivor, and I meant to go back, but then I never did. And you know what? Last season was plagued with with some Me Too stuff so not a great look for survivor
1: yeah but it turned out to actually be good i think in the long <laughs> run even though it was really bad that's that's beside the point we can that is for another yeah. day but uh <laughs> You can also leave us a review, go to Apple Podcasts, write us something nice, tell us why Shelby has poor taste in things. Um, (laughs) Also, you can follow us on social media. We're at PSUrong on Instagram and Twitter. And um, we have a Gmail account. That's PSUrong at Gmail.com. And we have a mailbag episode coming up sometime after the Oscars, probably (laughs) because we're busy until then. So, submit your questions to us. Ask us about movies, ask us about TV, ask us about ourselves, ask us weird questions that you've just been wondering all of these years. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're open books, so yeah, hit us everything up.
0: Everything is on the line. Yes, it'll be a good time. I feel like I need to get something off my chest with this week's Tell Me Something I Don't Know. Oh, okay. Okay, it has been I'm bothering ready. Me. All night. So last night was the SAG Awards. Great. Always a fun time. People look good. There's sort of a premonition for some of the Oscar stuff. But for some reason, you know, Parasite had a big win. Uh, There's a lot of cool awards. But all anyone is talking about is the fact that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston... Quote unquote reunited backstage. And there's like all these photos of them looking shiny and beautiful, smiling at each other. There's a photo of Brad Pitt watching Jennifer Aniston's acceptance speech. And it's like every single news site is like, oh my gosh, Brandi. Uh, see, I almost said the wrong relationship. Jennifer oh Aniston gosh. and Brad Pitt together again. Like, this is the dream come true. Like, is it their wedding or is it just backstage photos? It's just like blah 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 blah, <laughs> and I do not get this fascination with their with their relationship. They they got divorced fifteen years ago, and in case like people forgot, he cheated on her with Angelina Jolie, and then told the press that it was because it, when they broke up that it was because Jennifer didn't want kids, and thus like spewed this um continuous theory that Jennifer Aniston is some. Um, Baron like shrew who drives men away and isn't happy because she'll never have children, and like that has been the news cycle around Jennifer Aniston for the last fifteen years, and so now it's like, it's like everyone's just in the parent trap and they just want Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Hey, that was together. my line.
1: Way to just steal it, Shelby, right off my tweet.
0: Oh um, my gosh! Yeah. So do you hate
1: love? <laughs> do you hate romance? <laughs> yes everybody yes. wants people to get back together that's like the dream of Noah. any relationship that it's like <laughs> they went through their troubles and they separated but then in the end they are good and they are meant for each other and they're gonna get no. back together and it's gonna be better this time it's eternal hope shelby it's oh. optimism that's what we're looking for we're believing Noah. to see the best in the people hey and you but- are just over here <laughs> pooping on our parade
0: But it's like, it's like Marriage Story this year, right? Talks about how sometimes it's better to let go of a marriage. And it's like, shouldn't we be more on that level right now, looking at this 15 year old relationship? Like, imagine if you got divorced, and all anyone could talk about for the next almost two decades is, wow, remember when you were with this person? And it's like, let it go, people move on but then
1: think about like i've grown in those 15 years they've grown <laughs> in these 15 years and then we that we both win awards on the same night and backstage we just remember <sighs> why we used to be in love and we've grown <laughs> so much as people since then that maybe this time it'll be better you know
0: yeah but then um counterpoint, he just got divorced from Angelina Jolie because his dickish behavior so it's like that oh, was several years been... ago
1: maybe he's no. <laughs> maybe he's better shelby yes.
0: I, I do, yeah I i d I don't we're... appreciate
1: this defeatist attitude from you. this <laughs> like how rude
0: <laughs> you're right i should just I should believe that maybe the best these people had to offer was. 15 years ago and they're finally realizing it and they'll get back together and they'll all be happy and maybe jennifer will finally have children you know what a happy story
1: i think she might be told for that but as (laughs) as the great miley cyrus says everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days (laughs) and you know i have to i have to believe in that so yeah
0: well i'm sure everyone mostly agrees with you I, i i won't be surprised if we get a negative review next week that's like Shelby, why do you hate love?
1: <laughs> that That's a good point. Somebody go write that. Go write that. But still give us five stars. But then say, Shelby, why do you hate love? Yeah, um, okay, well, I also want to talk about the SAG Awards. Oh, okay, good. I mean, one, because my future adopted parents reunited at them. <laughs> but also just because... they're the Screen Actors Guild Awards. It's actors voting for actors. The biggest Mm -hmm. branch of the Academy is the actors branch. So a lot of times what happens at the SAG Awards is a precursor to what happens at the Oscars. And something that was really fun and a huge deal was that Parasite won their Best Ensemble Award, which is sort of like their equivalent for Best Picture. It has never been won by a foreign language film before. So this was a huge first. And also, not only was everybody in the room super excited when they won. But earlier in the evening, they came out to present a different award, the cast from um, Mm -hmm. Parasite did, and everybody in the room gave them a standing ovation. So clearly... The actors are obsessed with the Parasite cast, love the movie Parasite, and we had been talking last week about how, like, maybe Parasite could be a Best Picture contender, and at this point, I think it's really sort of a two-way race between Parasite, which won this, and then 1917, which has mm. been winning some awards, and won the Producers Guild Award also last night. So, oh. I, at this point, I think that Parasite has a very good chance of winning Best Picture, which is really exciting, because that's be a movie that cool. we both like a lot, so yeah just exciting things going on
0: i'm like pro parasite so i would definitely love for that to happen i kind of i don't know why i'm being such a cynic today but i'm like i don't want to get my hopes up (laughs) it'll probably be joker and then i'll be sad (laughs)
1: Ugh, Joker. I mean, also, though, last night, like, Renee Zellweger, Joaquin Phoenix, Laura Dern, and Brad Pitt all won their respective acting categories, which is what people think is going to win at the Oscars. So, maybe, you know, like... These SAG Award people, they know what it's talking about. Another yeah. funny random aside thing that happened at the SAGs is that um, Marvelous Mrs. Mazel won Best Ensemble in a Comedy, which was mm. sort of surprising because Fleabag has won everything. And Alex Borstein, who's in Mrs. Mazel, got up there and said, why didn't Fleabag win? I voted for Fleabag and then proceeded to say that she didn't vote for any of her fellow castmates and voted only for Fleabag <laughs> <laughs> nominees for all of the awards. So...
0: Oh, wow. Disappointing
1: for Fleabag, <laughs> but sort of yeah. also weird for Mrs. Maisel.
0: Oh, you can always count on Mrs. Maisel for some weird award moment. So I guess gotta that's a yeah a silver <laughs> Still lining. Still a- haven't watched show, it, but I gotta love them. Don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to catch our listeners up on the Prince Harry debacle. After an emergency meeting called by the Queen, a decision has been made and it was announced that they are going to lose their, her Royal Highness's titles. <sighs> they'll still be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex because that's, I don't know, whatever the Queen bequeathed that. No to one cares. Their marriage. But they'll no longer be referred to in the press by um, His Royal Highness. And uh, they'll be spending the majority of time in North America. And he has to kind of give up a lot of, They have to give up the royal duties, even though in their original statement, they had tried to strong arm the crown into being like, no, we want the best of both worlds. And so Prince Harry, another um, Hannah
1: Montana reference. They're just coming out today.
0: Yes. Theme of the day. But Prince Harry was at an event, I think some sort of military event. And he was kind of he talked about this. He addressed it. And he was like, listen, I know the press wants to, like, say it's all Megan's idea. They call it Megxit but it really was my idea it's been in the works for years like i just have struggled with this blah 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 i'm very disappointed that i couldn't keep some of this like my military thing and like be able to participate more closely with the crown but i understand why and like now we're going to be living in north america predominantly and oh my gosh my son just saw snow for the first time isn't that magical and he's like i am still British at heart, like I'll always have love for this country. But, you know, it was kind of like a farewell because he's by choice or by um, complications, he's being edged out way more than I think they thought they were. So very interesting change in uh, the royal family. But it'll be more interesting to see what Meghan and Harry do now, because, they also agreed to pay back like the millions of dollars of taxpayers' money that went into renovating their their British home. So they'll have to, you know, I'm get on that you. workhorse real quick.
1: <laughs> did I call it or did I call it last week? This is a slow train headed for divorce <laughs> that is just not going to go well for <laughs> wait, these two. wait, wait, and wait. Then, and so then you're 15 pro- years, 15 <laughs> years in the future. They're going to reunite at a charity event, <laughs> lock eyes, and maybe okay, reconnect okay. and realize we're better off now than we were before. Oh, so oh,
0: okay. So they're going to realize they, sh- they made a mistake and they shouldn't have gotten married and they're better now. But Brad Pitt what I'm and Jennifer is- Aniston are getting married and like will divorce is coming
1: (laughs) but there is also always still hope if the parent trap taught us anything it's that there's always still hope
0: right 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 well that's good to hear your uh your optimism there i guess matched only by your cynical view of that relationship
1: You know why I have such an optimistic view? This morning is because of our next piece of news, which is that Downton Abbey is getting another movie, Shelby. How excited (laughs) are we?
0: I had not seen that. Is that on major news sites or did you have to dig through some weird british tabloid no, that's, a major, that. that's a major
1: that's a major news story shelby a lot of people are really excited the first movie did so well in theaters yeah. that they're like hey why not bring everybody back <laughs> except guys spoiler alert if you're a downton abbey person like fast forward 10 minutes it's like 20 seconds 10 but minutes maggie, oh my goodness <laughs> maggie yeah i didn't know not that far um maggie smith's character says that she's dying though in this <gasps> movie that she has some kind of illness so that means that she's probably gonna die in the next movie oh so like gosh. how sad is that
0: maybe that'll be Unless the storyline. They, they, they have to put together her funeral and it'll be so stressful and oh my gosh like who's gonna come to honor her and and they'll have to invite other other staff members from other homes well, to come and help <laughs>
1: Let's be real. She will be in the next one. She's probably just <laughs> going to die at the end of it. So
0: oh, okay. when they make right, an right, inevitable
1: right. third movie to complete the trilogy, she won't be in that one, which I will be see. really disappointing. Unless <laughs> she comes back as a force ghost, which, you know, like always, always an, an option. option.
0: Yes. Wow. I'm excited for you. I If that movie pops up on Netflix or something, I, I might watch it. But did I... you watch the show? Yeah, I watched most of the show. I guess I didn't watch the last two seasons or something. I liked the uh, show. Most Go Mostly. back
1: and watch the seasons. <laughs> they're so it just good. Got
0: too much. It just became it's too much. It's all the my same, but it's all magical. All died and, and
1: well, they didn't like, come whatever. back for the movie. So, you know,
0: but <laughs> so you make new point? favorite
1: characters. That's the great thing about Don Abbey. There's always a new, like Butler uh, coming around the corner who I you're going to fall in love with.
0: Okay. Maybe. Because
1: Shelby, that's, me being a hopeful optimist yet again about this while you <laughs> yes, are this is
0: very weird it's very off-brand for our show but yeah i'm happy for you what you're having such a positive morning like maybe we should Love do a AM recordings because <laughs> it seems like over the course of the day you just become more and more cynical so just get mm. you i'm trying to think early. of another
1: hannah montana joke to <laughs> shoehorn in here but i can't think of any yeah. more songs by her <laughs>
0: Um, the only other story I had, which was kind of a funny bit piece is, uh, Taylor Swift, my beloved Taylor Swift, um, likes to work out in private and she pays like gyms to rent out the whole gym basically. And I think a lot of stars on her level, like with that money, either have their own gyms or do something similar because they don't want, you know, gym rats taking pics of them or whatever.
1: Right. Why don't they just have their own gym? That feels like it would be a lot cheaper. Right.
0: Well, she doesn't have her own gym in West Hollywood, I guess. So she decided to swing by there for at her a lot of time, but the gym hadn't been emptied yet. And, you know, she reserved it. So she asked them, you know, to clear the gym. But who would be there working out but the one and only Justin Bieber? And Justin Bieber refused yeah. to leave. And he continued his workout and uh, even after being asked. And so Taylor Swift had to wait. And it's just like the bad blood continues. What a... What a fiercely toxic relationship they have. I mean, I don't know if he knew that Taylor Swift was the one asking him to leave, but but it's pretty funny that their paths crossed in such a intimate way.
1: <laughs> well, here's okay, so a couple questions about this story. Number one, so Justin Bieber was there with other people. He was like not he was like I don't need to work out alone. I can work out with like a whole squad
0: yeah like i don't like i think it's a celebrity-esque gym so i don't think it's like you and i could get memberships so i think people are mostly chill but yeah he was yet. there with a bunch yet, of other Shelby. people you yet. and i couldn't right. get memberships <laughs> wow, yeah so we're on our way yes and so he was there with a i don't know a few other people
1: but also like if it's just justin bieber <laughs> like and taylor swift couldn't they share a gym like are Would they using all the same equipment Look, Shelby, I don't know if you know this or not, but I am a member of Planet Fitness. I'm working out with all <laughs> kinds of different people. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people there who I would not want to be working out with. Yeah. Did I know them? But you know what? I do it anyways. Well, because I think that's there's what a do. lot,
0: right? Because it's like, first of all, she made this reservation. She paid for it. So it's like if you show up to a restaurant and someone's like already sitting at your table and you have an extra chair, it's not like you're going to eat dinner with them. You're going to ask them to leave, you know? And um, so I think like the the spirit of the thing is like what motivates me to be on Taylor Swift's side. <laughs> but also but if it's I... like Justin Bieber is her sworn enemy. So why would she want to be in the same room as him?
1: You know, because sometimes enemies can reconcile, Shelby. <laughs> like that happens. Like Brad Pitt and oh Jennifer gosh. Aniston meeting backstage at the SAG Awards. Because you know what? People are good deep <laughs> oh, down.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess that that's um that is the theme of the episode and i'm curious if you have a love it or hate it because you're kind of on a love it streak right now
1: i do i do have a love it but it is sort of a downer so oh. <laughs> so here's where it ends
0: it balances out
1: yes so in my pursuit of watching all of the oscar nominees i had only <laughs> seen one of the documentary n- nominations oh. so um over this weekend, I decided to watch The Edge of Democracy, which is a um, a Brazilian docu- documentary that's mm. on Netflix. Have you watched this one yet? I have not. So it was very, very good. I really liked it. But it's about like all of the political unrest that's happening in Brazil right now. And I didn't keep up yeah. with that story or know anything about it going into this but it's about how like brazil was sort of under this like fascist dictator state up through like the 60s or 70s and then there were all of these like riots and people were put in jail and eventually through all of that they got this democracy but the democracy's only been up and running for you know like 30 or 40 years and then now there has been some strife between the like the sort of, like, progressive party and then this older party that kind of has ties to the dictator state but isn't exactly, like, the same. Mm -hmm. And they somehow managed to, like, stage this kind of coup in the government to get one of the more liberal um, ex-presidents put in jail and another one of them, like, impeached from office. And it's just this whole debacle. But it was so interesting to kind of watch how a government that you know seems to be like getting up and running and doing really well all of a sudden like crashes into a wall and kind of like dies out and burns really quickly and Mm -hmm. it was scary to watch in connection with like our own government and other governments around the world just like how fast things can go poorly i mean granted theirs is a lot newer and has a lot like it's more volatile but still the documentary was really well done the person who was making it had a lot of like connections they had a lot of like very good insider footage but then but yeah so it was it was fascinating to watch but like very depressing at the same time
0: yikes yeah i uh that is depressing i i watched the documentary honeyland which is another one nominated and that was depressing oh too, i haven't seen so that one yet just i think there's a lot of depressing options in that category <laughs> take your pick basically as there
1: always are yeah. you know <laughs>
0: Yeah if you're on Netflix and need an uplift after the depressingly too close to home documentary about politics i watched the docu series cheer which was recently released on Netflix it follows this um junior college cheerleading team who's one of the top cheerleading programs as they get ready to compete at the national like cheer competition and I am not like a cheerleader person. I don't even like love Bring It On. But something about this series was just so tender. And you get to watch these kids who a lot of them come from like broken homes, sad backgrounds. They had no like chance of going to college, no chance of like really getting out of their different lives, except that they were found by this cheerleader coach in this tiny Texas town who then like brings them under her wing and like they have this obviously like the intense cheer side of it which is insane and there's a ton of injuries that just make you think why are they flinging themselves into the air for this sport that ends after college but really you just care about these people and they're just so you just like are rooting for them and I just thought it was a very well done series that kind of I mean, yes, it's about the cheer competition, but it kind of shows that these cheerleaders are way more than just the the ditzy blondes and people you think go on to be like the dance cheerleaders at like football games and stuff like this is like serious level cheerleading. They are risking their lives every day. And I just love them all with like every part of my being right now. I'm very pro cheer.
1: Oh, I've so seen sweet. so many people tweeting about this on Twitter and like talking about it. So, yeah, I feel like it's an it's a a hit they didn't realize they had coming. <laughs> but people like yeah. it.
0: it's sort of like is like Friday Night Lights if Friday Night Lights was real. So you have like the nice coach who's tough, but like has their best interest at heart. You have all these people who you're just like, oh, so in love with. And then it turns out to be a true story. And you're just like. You're watching them get ready for this performance and then the the fine the final performance happens and it's like it feels very cinematic and you're very on edge and I cried. It's just an emotional journey.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like pitch perfect but cheerleading <laughs> but real.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, uh so many good netflix offerings klaus is also on netflix isn't that's like an Mm. um animated oscar nomination it's like a christmas movie and i was sort of like oh gosh whatever but it was also really funny and very sweet and sort of like a weird take on like how santa (laughs) claus came to be right so also worth checking out especially if you have kids (laughs) and the circle oh my gosh so many things to Did you watch it at all?
0: Yeah, I watched the whole thing because of you, so you're welcome. You had an influence,
1: okay, yeah, so the last two episodes I like mostly fast forwarded through, oh yeah, because yeah. They, cause they like get to their vote, um where they have to like rank the final five or six contestants, and then like whoever gets ranked highest is gonna win, and then I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, there's still like two full episodes left, <laughs> and that was basically just all like random. <laughs> interview interviews like let's look back On the season except for I'd watched It all in like yeah. four days So <laughs> the look back on the season wasn't Really that fun for me because I had just Done a full back yeah. on the season You know um. so I Mostly fast forward to the end but I did I liked the winner I was excited At the ending I'm excited for A second season because I think that the people Will be more strategic <laughs> And I think that will be more fun
0: Yeah I mean I think Um not to spend too long on this and to avoid spoilers for people who are still watching this show, I guess I kind of was like on the side of that, like hot guy who came in halfway through, who was like, you guys are all being fake. Cause like, yes, I understand that like the original four or five, like really did probably grow to, I don't know, like each other. Love seems like such a strong word, but I watched the bachelor. So who am I to judge? Um, But it's like they all just weren't really talking seriously. Like even when they had quote unquote deep conversations, it was like four texts long and then they'd move on with their day. And so it all felt sort of fake when they were like, oh, I've got your back to the end of time, man. Like you are my number one. Like I would die for you. And I was just like, come on, guys. Like where you guys are in a simulated game right now. Like, you know that. And it's just like it was kind of weird to watch. And I, I, uh, I was annoyed by almost everyone, except for Shuby and Joey and Sammy. So
1: I wonder though, like if there was a lot of conversations that got edited out, you know? Because if you're just sitting around all day and you have access to that chat feature, I don't know why you would just chat like four (laughs) words and then go back to what like sitting by yourself alone (laughs) in your apartment like that. So I wonder if there was a lot more there. That's fair. Yeah, I think that they were just part of the. that i thought was a little bit boring about this season is that once the main group of people sort of like solidified and became friends they were basically just like picking off all of the other people which is how like early seasons of survivor and big brother and stuff work too but then once people start realizing like oh there's money at the end of this and i can sort of like strategize to help get myself closer (laughs) Then I think it becomes like more interesting because you have to balance like whatever friendship or relationships yeah. you have also with like, okay, this person, like Shuby is doing really well. I need to rank him last, even though I like him, just so that he <laughs> isn't an influencer again, you know? Are like you going to apply thinking.
0: to be on The Circle? Could this be your moment?
1: Oh my gosh, could it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess I hadn't even really thought about it. You very can much. go in
0: if- and catfish as me.
1: Oh, my God. You know that, Shelby, there is no quicker way to be eliminated from a show than that. Do you guys remember Brad and Angelina? They should stay separated. I hate love.
0: I also loved how Chris on the show was like, oh, I need to buy my mom a new roof. And, like, her mouth is sore. And then Joey's like, I would buy new furniture. Like, you know, (laughs) that was his
1: goal. Hey, you know, I I was listening to a podcast about the circle and they were talking about how Joey is like woke Jersey Shore like Jersey Shore (laughs) happened now but and it's like sort of the same but like there's like a woke element to it. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. I want to see like (laughs) a lot of shows from like the early 2000s but like woke versions of them because I think that would be entertaining. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, there you go. You can watch The Circle, you can watch Cheer, you can watch the depressing documentary, uh, The Other Side of Democracy. Is that, did I get that the right? The Edge of Democracy. The Edge of Democracy. Edge. Edge. So lots of Netflix options, way more than in theaters right now, so <laughs> stay cozy, oh, yeah. I guess. But Saw
1: Underwater. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Really? We'll have to talk about that often off the record i guess because i'm curious why what didn't work for you but anyway it was just it was (laughs) it was
1: just hard to like it was hard to see what was going on half the time i was i was sitting there and i was like what is like what what is that what am i looking at a lot of a lot of the time and i thought i'm watching this in a theater on a big screen if you someone was watching this at home like on their tv or like on a laptop there is no way they'd be able to tell like Who's in which suit? What? Where's a monster? What's <laughs> what? going on? I was... Maybe your it, theater whatever. needs
0: to upgrade its, like, um, screen or something. I
1: saw it in, like, the, the new AMC, up. so... <laughs> IDK, what was going on? Maybe you're just more well adapted Uh, at these (laughs) kind of uh underwater monster movies. That makes
0: sense. Yeah, definitely. Well, you can find us on social media um for more news and um hot takes and think pieces. We're at PSU wrong on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And um yeah, send us your questions, send us your comments uh to our email at psyurong at gmail.com. And anything else? Oh, yeah, leave us a review because uh, we love to hear what you think. And it's always a uh, will they, won't they of who they like, who they disagree with. So <laughs> vote against. Yeah, tell us uh, what not. Netflix yeah. movies
1: <laughs> you're watching. And also, we'll be back on Thursday with a 2020 movie preview. We're talking about all of the movies that are coming out this year. And also, we're looking back on what we thought oh, would yes. happen at the beginning of last year and what actually happened so it'll be fun it'll be a fun episode i'm sorry okay see you guys on thursday bye